Hello and welcome to another episode of the Don't Touch My Cigars podcast. And that's right, we are beginning to celebrate Christmas here in the Old Soul Lounge. The music that you're listening to now is provided with permission by Cynthia Lynn. I have links to all of her music and tunes in the show notes if you would like to download some of her music. I especially recommend the Christmas album that we are listening to now, as I believe it is very wonderful, especially this time of year. If you are a fan of the Don't Touch My Cigars podcast, I ask that you go to iTunes, look up Don't Touch My Cigars, and leave a rating or review. Doing so will help other brothers and sisters of the Leaf find the podcast. Also, if you're not shy, please share this podcast with your friends and family on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, wherever it is that you hang out online. Spreading the word is exactly how I hope to market this, and I hope that you'll help me do so. This podcast is brought to you by the Old Soul Community. The Old Soul Community is a group of passionate individuals who are looking to get more and more out of their cigar lifestyle. The Old Soul Community is on Patreon. You can go to Patreon forward slash The Old Soul and join for starting at just $1 per month. Joining will get you early access to all podcast episodes, including lots and lots of bonus episodes that no one else can hear, in addition to access to the quarterly cigar magazine that we publish every quarter Uh, first issue went out in september on september 30th next issue is going to be published on december 23rd so again you get access to that in addition to a whole host of other awesome things starting at just one dollar by going to patreon.com forward slash the old soul I'm your host, Aaron Aiken, and in this episode of the Don't Touch My Cigars podcast, I got to sit down in preparation for the first issue of the Old Soul magazine, and I got to talk with Dustin App, who is a co-founder of Gen F Cigars and co-founder as well as a new cigar company, Black Bear Cigar Company. Uh, so Dustin and I talked for about three hours, and what you guys are getting in this episode is an hour and a half of that interview. If you join as a member, you get access to the other uh, portion of that interview. But in this interview, we talk about Gen F cigars, we talk about Black Bear cigars, and we talk about the future of Gen F cigars and their, and their product line through the Black Bear Cigar Company. So this is an interview from that end that you don't want to miss. In addition to all of the information that Dustin and I talk about himself. So you really get an in-depth look at someone who is passionate and who's really involved in the cigar industry. So I know that you guys are going to get a lot of value from this interview. Again, this is part one of the interview. Part two is available if you join at patreon.com forward slash the old soul. But even if you don't, I know you're going to enjoy this interview, and I hope that you enjoy it as much as I enjoyed recording it for you. Enjoy. Cheers. Nah, man, you're good. I got all the time in the world. Okay. All right. I actually think... Yeah. Okay, so I, I'll hear me in my left ear when you talk. I'll hear you in my right ear. <laughs> so that, That's got to be weird. I'm going to take my left ear butt out. <laughs> that's got to be horribly weird. Yeah, it, it would be for sure. All right, so that's, that is recording confirmed, so we're not wasting time. Um, I have to admit, I smoked my last Gen F. Yeah. Um, two weekends ago, mm-hmm. I I paired the Maduro uh, that I got. I got the Maduro from uh, Gary Suburban. Suburban, yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I listened. I listened. I actually listened to the first part of the um of the podcast the other day. Get out of here! And I, and I was like, <laughs> because I had a guy, I had a guy hit me up on uh, uh, Facebook, and he's like, 
yeah, uh, uh, I watched this podcast and I was actually watching another, I was watching, uh, a Facebook show called Viajante Stogie Road. Okay. I don't know if you've ever seen it before, but it's a guy that actually goes around and he, he, he like rates and, um, instead of doing cigar reviews, he does cigar shop reviews. Nice. So he reviews the shop. Um, guy down in north carolina his name is uh curvy Hante. um and he was mentioning stuff from like the bcaa which is like the boutique cigar association of america yep um, and jennifer's part of that and he brought up my name so i thought that when this guy hit me up about it it was from that and then he's like no i heard it on a podcast and i'm like i'm like cool man send me the link and then i I, re- I looked into it, and I'm like, oh, shit, it's Aaron. No kidding. <laughs> so I was, I was listening to it, and I'm like, what I love about your podcast is it makes you feel like you're there. Exactly. Thank you. I'm, the, I'm so glad to, to hear you say that. <laughs> to, to, the, to the point to where I was like, damn, I should be there, but I'm not there. <laughs> I'm, I'm, sh- I'm sure we can arrange that at some point. Yeah. That'd be a lot of fun. Harrisburg's about a three and a half, four hour drive for me. Yeah. Um, I've been meaning down to get down and see. Uh, beer and wine. Um, I've got a lot of good friends that are friends with him and they're like, hey, that's a perfect shop for you to be in. Who, who, so I'm I've sorry, been meaning who, who, to. Who uh, is it again? Can you say it one more time? Uh, Nick Engine, I think, owns it. It's Harrisburg Beer and Wine. Harrisburg Beer and Wine. Where is that at? Do you know? Not off the top of my head. I'd have to okay. look it up. Okay. I'll, I'll look that up if you don't mind me messing with my phone. <laughs> no, 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 not at all. Go for it. Because I know, are, are you familiar with Beer and Cigars? Harrisburg. That might be his store. Okay. He, I'm just saying it backwards or something. I, maybe. I'm, I'm sure. it, no, but, I, but it, what you said sounds good enough that it could be a, <laughs> maybe a new shop I'm, or something. Yeah, no, definitely. And then uh, I got another, I got a buddy that lives out in the Lancaster area, I think. Uh, and I was, when I was, I was actually just down in uh, Bethlehem visiting shops that haven't been seen in probably almost a year because Jeff ended up being sick. Right. Uh, and I, I was just visiting everybody and I just didn't get a chance to go that far over. Uh, but it was funny though because I called, um, I got turned around by Gary. I was just about on my way to go see Gary. And uh, when I when I when he called me back, because I just wanted to make sure that he was going to be there right. because I was staying in Bethlehem and where he's at. Yeah. Um, he was like, he was like, to tell you the truth, he's like, he's like, some guy just bought like the rest of my stash. And I said, <laughs> I said, well, <laughs> I said, well, that's cool. And then he told me that he shuts the store down for like a, a week yep. to go on vacation yeah and i'm like i'm like that's totally fine he's like and i said you know we got a 150 box order coming uh mid-august or i'm sorry mid-october um and he's like well you know i haven't tried the new stuff yet i would love to bring you back in but i would at least like to try it for fine i've got to come back uh uh down in october anyways because uh when i was talking to goose at uh goose or well john geese of, of goose's monte cristo lounge okay um he wants to do an event basically like reintroducing the brand uh, because they've been out for probably six months. Uh, got it. Got it. So 
I'm going to be back down there anyway, so I'm going to have to swing over and see Gary, and I and I hope to do a couple other things. Um, cool. I'm hope, hoping to get to Macau to do an event at the same time. That way I can make it a full weekend. But yeah. we'll see how that goes for sure. Yeah, let me know where you land and if you have time. I'd love to meet you face-to-face in the real yeah. world for sure. Dude, I need, I need to get back to Harrisburg. I'm trying to remember. I went to Harrisburg once with an ex-girlfriend. Okay. And... I'm trying to remember what we were doing out there. <laughs> do you know when about that would have been? Huh? Time-wise, do you know when that would have been? Oh, uh, about two or three years ago. Okay, so pretty recent then. Yeah, it was about, I think I want to say it was about three weeks ago, or three years ago. Um, we stayed at the Hilton in right downtown Harrisburg. But it's I'm good. trying to figure out what we're doing <laughs> I can't. I can't remember anymore. That, that hotel is fantastic. Oh yeah, their their wine uh, yes. is in like a, a clear glass thing. Oh yeah, man, absolutely top notch. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> I was looking at it, trying to eat, and I'm like, I just want to try it. <laughs> All of them. I'm I'm a member uh, at the. Um, it's called the Hill Society. It's a private club that has a clubhouse there in the Hilton. Mm-hmm. And the clubhouse, you can't smoke in the clubhouse itself, but it's a beautiful clubhouse. Um, if you're a guy, if you're a Manhattan guy, as far as the cocktail, you'll love the Manhattans yeah. they make there. But then they have a really nice patio on the back or on the side, which is actually the front of the hotel, which yeah. is an awesome. You probably, maybe, if you had a cigar, you probably had it there. Yeah, that's exactly where I was yep. at. Yeah, awesome. I yeah. just, I just can't. I'm, I'm, I'm baffled now that I can't remember why the hell we went to Harrisburg. <laughs> Yeah, there's not much that would have brought you here, I can't imagine. And I'm just wondering if maybe it was a weekend getaway, because at that time, my 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 ex-girlfriend was just, uh, <laughs> just like, getting over her breast cancer treatments. Got it, okay. So we were trying to get away wherever we went. We used to vacation down in Topsail, North Carolina, which is beautiful. Yeah. Uh, but man, I can't, I can't remember for the life of me why the hell we were there. <laughs> That's it'll horrible. Come, it'll come to you. So what are we smoking today, Aaron? Uh, this is actually a first for me. I got it. We have so I'm part of the Harrisburg Cigar Club, and mm-hmm. we do uh, monthly Roaming Fridays at different uh, venues in the area, and we give members cigars. And so this is one that I grabbed for myself called Para T P A R A T I. I have never heard of it. Yeah, Para T. Yeah, you've heard of them. I've heard of them. Yeah. Okay. I haven't seen them in a while, but yeah. I mean, a lot of cigars can be regional. I mean, sometimes you're going to find them. Sometimes you're not going to find them. Maybe some people get them in on a deal. Uh, but yeah, I've heard of Parity. I just, I don't think I've seen them in a while up yeah. here at least, but, um, but yeah, no, I'm, I hope it treats you well, man. And, uh, yeah. and it's, and it's funny when I was listening to the, uh, the podcast too, you were talking about the cigar and somebody said sun grown and I'm like, sun grown. I'm like, that's the old signature series. Yep. And I think it, what it was Brian Donnell, right? Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I met him for a quick moment at IPCPR 2016. Nice. I was like, and, and gracious, like graciously, a fantastic dude. Um, I was around, like looking for some of my broker friends to get some networking going. Um, and I think that's how we sort of missed each other other than the quick moment of like a handshake and what's going on. Got it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, um, definitely a cool dude, you know, oh, I yeah. appreciate, 
I appreciate them like giving us a spotlight and, and whomever else did it. And I need to get in contact with those guys because I know Jeff used to do stuff with them. Um, I would like to do my best to try and continue to do that. Cool. Um, yeah. It's just going to be hard in the winter. That's all I can say about it. Because my winter up here is three times worse than you guys are down there. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I, I, I seriously can't even imagine because we get a lot of snow for this area. Yeah. So I, I can't imagine when you get up your way. How cold is it there today? Right now it was in the 60s. Um, I can tell you here. It's cold for me, but it's probably warm for you. I don't know. No, no, I, I, I'm a warm person. Uh, it's, 60, it's 63 here right now. It's 61 right now, but I think our low is in the 40s tonight. Ah, uh, uh, no And way. it's way, way too early for that shit. Yeah, man. My opinion, but uh, dude, I'm no. with you on that. <laughs> I'm a warm weather guy. I just, I, I'm lucky enough to be able to have a. Uh, uh, I've got a window fan blowing out. I've got an exhaust fan. I've got a closed fan. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so I try to do it as best as I can. Yeah, but, uh, that's, that's good. And then this is basically like, I know that we were joking about it earlier and I won't bring it back up since we're on camera, <laughs> but this is basically like my little work area. There's okay. like a double, double vanity that my computer sits on. And uh, I don't know if you've ever, I don't know, are, are you big into Facebook or anything like that? Not really. No, I try to avoid okay. it. <laughs> I don't blame you, man. I don't blame <laughs> you. But it, it's an amazing tool and I love it. Uh-huh. Well, for and it's work desk, because other than like doing emails and, and Jenneth work and if I have any work from the warehouse to bring home, um, I would make these. Oh, I don't know if you is, can it a, see that. is it a cufflink? What is that? Yes. No it's kidding. a cufflink. No, yeah. nice. Yeah, and uh, I Dude. used to make up, and people used to buy the crap out of them, but really? it's kind of, yeah, it's kind of slowed down. I, I mean, I'm not really fully worried about it. I'm hoping I get a chance to meet Carlito one of these days and I can give him those. There but, you um, go. There you go. <laughs> uh, last time me and, with me and Jeff were in the DR, Carlito was traveling. We actually ended up having dinner with uh, Jose Blanco and one of his friends. Um, dude, Jose Blanco is amazing. He is a fantastic dude. I heard you guys talking about him too. And it's like, man, I've got so many stories. You oh know? yeah. It's dude. just like, I want to be there. <laughs> <laughs> if you are ever, I'm telling you, I'll even travel for the podcast just to get you with, like, if I could get you and Brian Donnell, um, and then if we, if we could bonus round, get Jose Blanco in this at the same time. That would be amazing because I know you guys would know everybody. You know all the same people. You went to all the same events. And it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we could definitely try and make that happen. I mean, we'll. Uh, it, it, it'll be it'll be time. It'll be some time, but I mean, we I can try you. and make it happen. I hear you, but it, uh, it's no it's no pressure. But if the opportunity ever came up, that would be that'd be yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm like I was thinking about it like when I, when I was listening to the podcast. I'm like, man, I should really be there. Like I could reminisce so well with everybody. And yeah, and I. And I love that. I can't remember who it was now, so forgive me if they end up watching this video. I That's know, okay. Guys. It's okay. Um, and it was amazing to hear some ladies as well. That's fantastic. Um, but uh, I, somebody was talking about having a cigar and just like reminiscing about old times and stuff like that. And when that happened, I always tell them that, you know, is a good cigar because it puts you in that mindset. Yep. You know, you will you will always remember that time. And I said, there's times where you're going to have a cigar, 
that may not have been that great, but or that great to you, not in general as a cigar that's not great, but but the atmosphere, the people, it just it it makes it makes everything great, and you will always you always remember that one cigar as that one moment. That's exactly it's right. Fant- it's fantastic. Man. Yeah, that's the only thing that I know that really does that. Yeah, and I'll tell you right now, I got a memory when me when when prior to me partnering with Jeff and Jennifer, we went to uh, the DR to go to the factory, and I remember us sitting up, uh, sitting at our hotel, Camp David, that overlooks Hall of Santiago. I remember. Um, it was the first time I tried the Romeo and Aging collaboration. Mm-hmm. I think it's the uh, F25 collaboration or whatever. But it's it's blended by Rafael Nadal, who is an amazing person as well. Uh, he graciously took some time to talk to me at IPCPR 2016. It was fantastic uh, conversation. I'll never remember, or never forget. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. I remember having that cigar that night. And every if I see one, I normally get one. My my locals out of them, but I normally if I see one, I'm like I gotta have that. Absolutely, man. Reminds me of that night, man. And I told him <laughs> about I told him about that IPC car 2016. He's like I appreciate it. He's just very cool guy. Yeah, very cool guy. That's awesome. So what what are you smoking right now? I could keep it. I gotta keep it lit because fans are beating me up. Well, uh, and you're talking talking more than yeah. I am. Yeah, I talk a lot. This is our Genif Session 2. This is the one that was released at 2016. Uh, the red band is the Habano. Um, but like I said, once the uh, bands are gone, we're going to keep everything the same. The cigars are going to go away, and it's going to actually say Habano, Madero, or uh, Connecticut. Um, we've got three different wrappers in the Session 2. <clears throat> uh, excuse me. Um, what am I thinking of? We've got the Ecuadorian Connecticut, which has a, a Dominican binder filler. And we've got the Habano that's got all, all Dominican tobacco. It's a Dominican Habano, Dominican binder filler. And then we have our uh, San Andreas Maduro that has a oh, um, it's a Nick it's a Nicaraguan Dominican blend. Um, and anybody who's been a uh, Maduro fan has seemed to love it. Yeah. Um, I I sometimes can't keep them in stock at my local, but uh, we definitely got to get you guys some more up there. That's why I'm saying, like, I want to come down, like, on a podcast night or something. Yeah. Like, find a hotel or find somewhere to crash and just yeah have, bring some cigars down so that we can all have fun. Um, because, like I said, I, when I listen to it, I still got to listen to a lot. Um, <laughs> I actually just uh, donated some cigars uh, in a gift basket for um, a fundraiser for somebody's uh, mom who was not doing well. Got it. Okay. Um, so I listened to it <coughs> on my way out there, and I'm like, "Man, this is this is I, I should I should be there." <laughs> I know this was already taped and like a, a month ago, but I, I should have been there. Like, oh, I, man. I don't know how my problem is, but and I'll apologize for another thing. I'm sorry that it's been so hard to get a hold of me. That's fine, man. <laughs> or or even or even Jeff because I know uh, Jeff hasn't been answering his phone a lot. He's just been. He has his ups and downs. I tried getting a hold of him uh, when I went out there in early September, and uh, he just wasn't feeling good. Right. I was trying to up with him, have a cigar, and uh, yep. get everything done. But so that's why I said, I was like, you got my phone number now. It won't yeah. be hard anymore." No, no worries. I, I I assumed you were extremely busy 
Um, and I know that you are, so it's uh, no stress or pressure with that, man. I knew we'd eventually connect, and um, this is perfect timing. I'm, I'm wrapping up the first issue of the magazine this week, so you, you really you, you got in the right time here. <laughs> I appreciate that. I was going to ask you, because prior, prior to me getting the warehouse job that I have now, I used to work for a little newspaper out in Ellicottville, New York, called uh, the The Villager. Oh my! And God. we also we also did a paper over by uh, Chautauqua Lake called The Lakeside. Okay. Um. So I understand deadlines. I was going to be like, "Man, what's your deadline?" <laughs> um. I guess the big thing is is before you go to print. If I could just read it before you go to print. Dude, yeah, absolutely. Well, and 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 uh, in all honesty, it's self imposed deadlines. It's my own magazine, and it's entirely mm-hmm. online. It's entirely online to start. Um, I'm starting out small and manageable now, and if I can get to the point where I can do actual print copies, then I'll do that. But for now, uh, it's it's just me, just me and online. So, I well, but, it's a good place to start, man. You can you can yeah. you can spread it out, tell your friends to share it, and yep. just let it explode. I mean, yeah, let it let it let it take its course. Online is a an amazing tool that we grew up with. Um, it is. I, I, could, I can't gauge your age, but I would say you're close to my age. <laughs> 30s? Yes. Okay. We're good. We're good. We, we grew up in the aspect of computers. I, I have a yeah. – do you have any kids? Do you have any kids? I have a five-year-old boy. I have an eight-year-old son. No kidding. Okay. All right. Yes. Okay. So uh, I'll tell you a funny story. He – it was probably almost a year ago now. He – was talking about cell phones and everything like that. Um, he's got my old Samsung Note 2 that he uses to play games on, and it's yep. just what he does. Yep. Um, I let him have that time because I try not to let him get too infused into that. I hear you. Yeah, I hear you. Uh, but uh, <laughs> he's like, he's like, uh, uh, my friend ha- has a cell phone. She's 10 or something like that. He's like, you know, did you have cell phones when you were 10 and i'm like (laughs) like no (laughs) like no daddy didn't have a cell phone until he was working like his senior year of high school i think i was working at uh i was working at radio shack at the time and i had a nokia 918 like a little brick yeah the brick phone absolutely yeah uh, (laughs) and uh and and he goes he goes when were you born again daddy and i said 1983 and he goes did we even have phones back in the? <laughs> he said in the nineteens, and I was like, "Oh my I, gosh!" I was like, "I love you." But let's, just, let's drop the conversation. That is awesome. <laughs> but I mean, that's what kids are for, man. They, oh yeah, they, they bring that into you. And the thing is, is that's another thing that I'll never ever forget. Uh, he, he's a he's a great kid. Uh, I love him to death. I, I get to see him every other weekend. He sort of lives. He lives down towards Pittsburgh, actually. Okay. So it gets hard sometimes, man. That drives me nuts, but it yeah, is what it is. I hear you. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. I can't. His, his happy. His happiness is all that matters. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And that's good. You still get to see him, though. That's important. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, I was. Since you mentioned your year, I was born in 1986. So we're we're very close. Very close. And I actually think my first cell phone was my senior year as well in uh, 2004. 2004. So you yeah. were probably like the uh, 
what was that like the nokia 5690 or had the snake game on it yes uh, yes it did have the snake probably, game on it <laughs> that's probably your first phone <laughs> oh man good memories i actually just recently totally unrelated to uh, cigars but on technology i just switched I, i've had the desire to, to simplify my life in a few different ways and i cut out my smartphone so i no longer have my iphone 7 plus um, and I've, I've had an iPhone um, or a smartphone for 10 years, mm-hmm. which is basically a third of my life, right? So I've, I've, yeah. I've cut that out now. I just, I've gone back to a little flip phone. Um, and it's, very, it's, you know, it's better than what we had in 2004, but it's still yeah. very reminiscent of the simplicity that those phones had um, just by all they didn't have. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how you do it, man. I don't know if I could do it. I'm too busy like messing around, like asking Google something or... Yeah. If I can't figure something out, I've got to ask Google. I'm like, just, like, tell me what, uh, yeah. anything, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just like, I can't think of that right now, but I'll, I'll get it. We all, we'll get it. I hear you. You're, you're, you're better, man. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll find out. It's only been a month. Um, so we'll see how long I'm calling it the experiment. We'll see how long it lasts. Other than cigars. What do you, what do you do for a living? Uh, I'm in it actually. Um, Wait, 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 wait. How can you be in IT and not have a smartphone? <laughs> I can still do my job perfectly fine. I have a, uh, what is this? Oh, I'm sure you can. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it, the, the, the phone actually, it, it kept me too connected to work. Um, and in, in a way that was not necessary. I can still get to the email on my computer at home if I need to, but I don't have to get it when I'm out and about, right? I don't have to have it 24-7, so... Yeah, rather but have I, that separation. It keeps everything smooth, and I understand that fully. Exactly. Yeah, just kind of putting things in boxes and getting to them when I get to them. Yeah, I don't um, blame you. Yeah, man. So I, I actually consult to PennDOT. Um, I'm. Uh, I don't know. Are you in IT at all, or you were in IT, or do you have any IT? Okay, I won't even tell you my job. I, I'm in IT, and I, <laughs> and I consult to PennDOT. So that's. We'll leave it there. I've been doing that for five years now. I know that there's there's different uh, there's different uh, aspects of IT. You know, there's there's networking and and programming, and, yep. and I'm sure there's a lot more that I'm missing in it. But uh, that's fine. You got the basics. Not 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 much into IT myself. I would love to be, but it's just never really been for me. Well, you're you're at least in cigars, right? I mean, so that's yeah. The big thing is, is I'm in my passion, and I love that. Um, exactly. I I love the aspect that. Uh, Jeff gave me his his uh, blessing, if you would say, uh, to to live on the Jennif name, the brand. Um, you know, I'm just hoping that uh, we can now make it bigger into something that Jeff always wanted it to be. Um, and personally, uh, just something that I can I can building something for myself and my son. Right. Uh, even if he doesn't want to be part of the cigar industry, you know, I'm not, the cigar industry is not in any way, shape or form, in my opinion, a, uh, a negative form. Um, I think you guys were talking about that in the first podcast too. It, it takes that one negative person. It takes that one negative person and it just ruins your whole day. It was, it was the gentleman that was down in Atlanta visiting a cigar shop. Mark. Mark. Yep, yep, yep. And, uh, and I'm like, that is so true. And unfortunately I can tell you right now, it happened to me last weekend. I was at a winery. 
uh, a, a good friend's winery in my, uh, that I know. And uh, somebody came in and you can just tell, like, it was just like total negative energy. And I was like, wow. Like, come on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> somebody get her tastings done and like roll her out. <laughs> Uh, it was just, it was, it was, it was that, it was that bad. I, I was just like, man, I just, I don't understand. I mean, cause I kind of feel as though the wine industry is sort of the same way. Absolutely. I yeah. mean, you know, it, and there's a big difference is obviously between cigars and wine, but in the atmosphere aspect of it all, it's, yep. it, it's, it's a realm of what I would like to think is positivity. And when you don't get it, 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 it can ruin it can just ruin the moment, man. Absolutely. It's horrible. I'm with you, man. I'm with you 100%. So do you mind if we uh, if we talk about Jenna a little bit? All right. Um, so my, I'll give you my basic premise with uh, what I'm targeting this magazine as a whole for. But don't but don't let that put you into a box of any kind. Speak freely. Yeah. Um, yeah. The 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 thing I'm trying to do is do a company profile. So not necessarily get into the nitty gritty details of the cigars that you make and and the different blends that you have. Although if I can cover that, I will. But I'm really personally, whenever I read about cigar companies, I always I always want to know how you started. Like what what made that happen? What was behind that? Um, cause I, as an entrepreneur myself, that, that really fascinates me. Yeah. And as someone who enjoys cigars, I of course has, have the, the fantasy of one day getting into the cigar industry on a deeper level. Um, so learning from people like you is maybe selfishly why I'm doing this, but that's the general idea behind it. Just a, a very simple company profile. But, um, so take, allow that to take your mind wherever it needs to. I'm, but I'm really curious if we can start at day zero Mm-hmm. Um, if you have that and then kind of go from there. No, I'll tell you now, I'll do my best because okay. <clears throat> I joined Jeff four years in, but I, I can tell you that, uh, the whole cigar company came to Jeff in the aspect of he's just like everybody, every other BOTL or every, uh, SOTL, mm-hmm. you know, um, he loved the atmosphere. He loved everything that was about it, and uh, and him and him and his wife Jen. They are the originators of Jenneth, and um, they both sat back and were just like, "We should try and give this a shot." Um, and uh, Jeff got help from uh, Jose Dominguez, and um, and that's basically where it all started out. And I mean, the name Jenneth is basically. Jen and Jeff. Okay. And that's and and the reason why that I mean me and Jeff have known each other for a good amount of time and and the passion like our passions collided. Mm-hmm. Like every time that we met whenever he was in Buffalo with his other job, like we just we just kept on going and going and going and going. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh so it's going to be kind of hard for me to start that, but I can tell you that it, it all sprouted from Jen and Jeff. And uh, I want to say 2014 is when the company came about, and and he started talking with Jose Dominguez, and and they they blended the signature series. Okay. Um, and that's one of the ones that you guys had, which was a Maduro, a Sun Grown, and a Connecticut. Um, there was another cigar right after that. It was known as the Family Blend. 
it was a perfecto, which I think was the one that um, what's his name was talking about probably, that he got at probably Brian. Yeah, he yeah. got it at IPCPR. He thought it was a session two, but it was actually our family blend. Oh, okay. Um, I when when Jeff handed me that cigar, we were smoking in a nice ash cigar. It was the first time I've ever had one. I have had the signature series. I started smoking the cigar. I looked at him and I said, what is this and why is it not regular production? And Uh he goes, he goes, this is an event only cigar. And that's exactly what that cigar was for. I pushed (laughs) to get that cigar to be regular production. Okay. Um, And, and now uh, with everything like that, we, we ended up getting a, a good bit of them made, but they ended up selling. Like, I can't I can't even... My friends that have bought them uh-huh. don't even have any more. Okay. Uh, they smoked them all. So I'm like, man, but I mean, we can... I can get a hold of Jose Dominguez or Junior, and and they'd be glad to help me out. Um, uh, I'm just hoping I'm hitting your niches of what you're looking for. No, don't. don't <laughs> just, just, just keep going. I'll, I'll bring it back when yeah. I need to. Keep talking. You're good. You're good. But I, um, and, and I love that cigar, too. Um, when Session 2 came in development, um, Jeff was talking with Consuelo Gomez, who owns Amus de Santiago, and mm-hmm. she has a factory down in the Dominican called Liz Ash. Um, we ended up telling her what we were looking for. Uh, we got some blends back. Me and Jeff went through them, picked them out, and started thinking of names. Session two came in. We are actually, I was hoping to do Capitulo number two, okay, which which means chapter two. But then when I started looking it up, LFD already had the name. Got it. Got so it. to stay out of stay out of anybody's ways or step on any toes, which which I, I've heard nothing but great things about Lido. I haven't mm-hmm. met him before. But uh, I, personally, I'm an LFD fan. I absolutely mm-hmm. love LFD. I could name off. Oh yeah, several. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and I mean that—that's the big thing. Is like everybody. Like if I go to a lounge, sometimes I'm not smoking a Jenna. I'm smoking somebody else, something else. And they're like, "Why are you doing that?" I'm like, "Because these people are my friends." Sure, absolutely. But there is no reason to not smoke what you like. I said I don't expect you to smoke Jenna when I'm here. <laughs> I, it's not it's that's not what it's about because then it almost feels like you're forced yep and that's not what it, I, personally i want to talk to everybody about what they do like you know what some some people you like whatever i mean that's good that's 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 your liking that's your flavor profile that's your taste yep um and uh you know they the in 2016 these sort of hit the market we sort of didn't go back to making any uh signature series and then Jeff started to continue to get sick. Mm-hmm. Um, so for, I guess, right now, or what I want to say is, right now all we're producing, as session two progresses and gets bigger, my plan is to bring back the family blend and the signature series. Okay. It, it may not be... It may not be from the same factory, mm-hmm. but it's going to be along the same lines of what it was about. And and just like uh, just like the the gentleman on the podcast and I 
and I'm pretty sure his last name is Donnell, but why do I keep on forgetting his last name? Yep, Brian Donnell. Yep. Brian. Yep. Just like he said, Jeff wanted an easy smoking cigar, something everybody can enjoy. And and easy smoking and easy going, but having every part of the spectrum, a mild, a medium, and like a medium to full. Um, and that's how those lines, I plan to bring those back. Got it. That's the plan. It just, it's going to take a little bit of time. Sure. Um, <clears throat> when, uh, when me and when Jeff, when, when, when Jeff basically, uh, was like, you know, I think I'm going to step back. I'm going to try and get all this stuff under control. Um, we, we thought that we had cigars rolled already at the factory. That unfortunately wasn't the case. So we had to basically start the process from the start. Oof. So I had, I had a three month waiting period. That's why I'm waiting until October. Wow. For, okay. For the first order to come in. Um, we are going to do a, we're going to do the, the choice of like, you can buy bundles and boxes that way. Cause some people don't like having all those boxes around, uh, shops that, to be specific. Sure. But, uh, uh, that way, you know, they can buy a display box and then they can reorder yep. bundles to make it easier to just refill and restock. Absolutely. Uh, but from the start of it all, Jeff and, you know, they just, it, it was, it, from, from what I remember of the story, it was just them sitting down going, you know, should we give this a shot? And, and they did give it a shot. And, uh, and that, what I love about it is that they gave me a shot right in 2016. Um, I, I appreciate that to the fullest and, and I'm still glad to be here today. Yeah. Uh, um, it's been slow, but it's a, it's a process. It really is. And, uh, I, I ended up finding another partner that could truly help, help everything out. And, um, if we can get into it without sliding off of everything, but yeah, go for it. When, when, when Jeff, Jeff, uh, stopped the LLC. So, we had to basically make another company. So we came up with Black Bear Cigar Company, our company's name. We own the Jennif umbrella. Got it. Yep. Um, Jennif is not going away. It's not going to be rebranded. I, I promised Jeff that that would not happen. I refuse to have that happen. Sure. Um, but as a whole with Black Bear, we are also going to be doing uh, some other things. Um, we were approached about doing some flavored cigar tins. Um, so we're going to get into that with some flavors. Nice. To, to sort of like hit another market and hopefully yep. uh, get things going. Yeah. Uh, also, we are going to be, we're probably going to be down in the Dominican in October. Um, my, my partner has a, a, a factory that he's been talking with for some time now. And, um, he wants to he wants to go down there and see what they have sure uh, so uh we may be using uh them seeing what goes on um but we're our, our first cigar that we plan to release hopefully in 2019 is going to be called the grand entrance um nice it's uh it, it's a phenomenal story um my my partner is native american and 
and I, and I love the, the stories that I hear from them. It, it, it's almost like, it's almost like stories in the lounge. But I mean, if you're like a history person or if you're, if you like any of that stuff, mm-hmm. I, you know, that stuff grabs you in. Yes. And when my, my partner and her husband were talking to me about it, uh, he looked at me and he goes, you know, uh, he's like, you've been to a powwow, like the big major powwows that they have. We have a major one out here in Salamaca. Um, and I said, you know, I've been to one. I was younger. He said, well, you remember at the start where all the dancers come out and they come out all at once and they're dancing? And I said, yeah. He said, that's called the grand entrance. Mm. And I said, man, that is yeah. fantastic. Yes. I said, I love it. I love it. I love it. I said, let's do it. So in that realm, we are in the process of doing uh, a logo and stuff like that. Like we don't have, um, they were both sort of worried that like, they're like, well, be careful with the interview, you know, cause we don't have this and we don't have that. And I said, I said, well, I really don't think it's about that. I said, you know, right. And I said, you know, if it's if he needs Jenna photos, I've got enough of those online that he can take yep. between Facebook and Instagram. And I mean, camera, cell phone cameras nowadays are pretty fantastic. Yes, they are. Um, I've, I've been pretty excited about some of the photos that my Samsung takes. That nice. Kind of shocked um, <laughs> because I, I'm not a means. I love it, but I'm, I'm not. Um, but I mean, from the start and the get go, it was Jen and Jeff. And I mean, that's how you got Jenneth. And it right. was actually funny. Jeff had this ongoing joke that he would get yelled at every time by Jen in the booth. Uh, <laughs> he tells everybody the, between the name, you know, it, it's, it's Jenneth. You know, I put her name first. He sure. said, but if she, do, she divorces me, I'm going to switch it around. It's <laughs> People would lose it in the booth, you know, it's just a good time. That's and great. IPC, IPC PR is great. Um, Sad, sad that I missed it. Seventeen and eighteen, but I'm hoping to make it there next year, even if I'm just walking the floor. Sure. Um, our plan is to be at TPE in February. Uh, we just gotta get all that rearranged. Right. We gotta make sure cigars are here. We gotta make sure tins are here. Um, and hopefully we'll have a grand entrance. That'd be awesome. Developed, yeah. developed by them to where, so we have more of a platform for TPE and anybody that shows up. Yep. But uh, I'm bummed that I missed the European show, Inner Tobacco, which was just this past weekend. Uh, I had I was gracious enough to work for a company out of Rhode Island some years back that sent me to Europe to work, and I miss it. I was in Europe for three months, and it was fantastic. Wow. Nice. Where at? Um, uh, I spent three weeks in Luxembourg, a week in Germany and a month in Spain. Beautiful. It was, it was a good time. Uh, I just, the, the memories run far, man. Yeah. It, it was so crazy. Yeah. But I, I would love to go back and I've got some contacts in, in the, in the Netherlands market and the German market that I'm hoping to get some cigars out there to hopefully expand that horizon to, um, that'd be awesome progress right now and the big thing is is that it's just that waiting period until we get the rest of this order in um we plan to put in an order for some bundles and a couple extra boxes probably within the next two weeks that way we have enough to 
just start spreading out and uh, doing some traveling. Um, I got some interested shops in Mississippi. I got one in North Carolina. Uh, I had two in Florida. I just got to continue to follow up with them. I haven't been there in a while. Yeah. Which is always hard. You know, this, this, this industry is about relationships and, and it's just, you, you've got to make sure that you can be there to do that. Right. So, so it's are, just, so are, are it's you, fun. are you, are you also the Salesforce then? For right now? Yes. Yeah. Man. I so, am, I am, I, I am, I am the delivering Salesforce. The, yeah. The, the, everything that I possibly can do, the, the marketing for what you would consider marketing, I'm not means, but I mean, I do do all the social media platforms. If anybody's talking to Jeff on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook, it's me. Got it. Um, yep. yep. And I mean, it'll probably be the same way when Black Bear finally has a logo and we get all that started. That will be me as well. Um, but I mean, I love it. I, I love the interaction with people. Um, meeting new people every day is the, the best thing, in my opinion. I think it's the most amazing thing. Um, whether it's a good experience or a bad experience. I hear you, yeah. Because I think if it's a bad experience, then it's a learning lesson in some way, shape, or form. Yep. Um, but in in this industry, you don't, you're, there's more good experiences than bad experiences. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I just, I love it, man. I, I have the same, like I said, we all have that same passion. We yes. have, we, we love this. We love the fact that brings people together yep. and, a, and a positive uh, talk and comment. And it may be somebody that you would never think that you would talk to ever in your life. Oh, absolutely. And, and you learn so much and you just, it's just, it's, it's an awe moment. It, it really is what it is. I mean, the, the point of me prior to joining Jeff, always talking to Jose Blanco online when he had time. Yeah. And then actually having time to sit down and have dinner with him and, and, and I try and make the blending seminar cause those are fantastic. Uh, I've been to one. They're awesome. And, <laughs> and I mean, yeah, they're, yeah, they're, well, it's a fantastic time, man. Yeah. I'm always wrong. I'm always wrong. I've been to two. Yeah. <laughs> I'm with you there. <laughs> I think I think out of both times, I may have gotten one rapper each time. Right. And and that's funny because you know he'll look at you and be like, "You should know this." Right. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not picking it up, man. I'm just right. not picking up what I find. You know, I just I can't. I'm trying to get it, but I can't get it. Yeah, I hear it. It's so funny. It's yeah. so funny. <laughs> But he, he is he is uh, probably one of my all time favorite people uh, is Jose Blanco. Um, mm-hmm. He he calls me on my birthday every year. No kidding. It's it's fantastic. That's awesome. And it's, and it's funny because he every time I pick up the phone, he's like, "What's going on, old man?" <laughs> I just wanted to wish you a happy birthday, and I'm like, I'm like, thank you, Jose. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, and then he asked me how Jennifer's going and stuff like that. He yeah. he is a he is a fantastic person, and if he has the time to help, he is that guy that will be by your side nine times out of ten, as long as he has that that time. Yeah, because he is he's busy. Yeah, yes, he is. <laughs> yeah, he's crazy busy. Has he has he done anything directly with John F. at all, either officially or unofficially? No, no. Okay, 
nope. just just nope. just there. Just, just tried cigars and, and yep. pulled out notes, and you know maybe you should do this, maybe you should do that. Uh, but I mean that would be any normal conversation. But he has not sure. done anything directly, unfortunately. That would be phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I have had that idea uh, because I know that uh, EP does take in some private blends every once in a while. And I was like, hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But with, with that, with that comes, <laughs> with that comes time mm-hmm. and, and money. And yep. I don't think that Jeneth is at that level yet. Right. I'm not saying that we won't get to that level because right. it's my goal to get to a better level than what we are. Mm-hmm. And, and we all, we all are here for for the main thing. And that's just to make a good cigar and for everybody to enjoy it. Right. Not everybody's going to enjoy it. We all know this. Uh, it, it, it's a big thing that we always talk about whether we're in a lounge or with friends. Yep. There's a cigar that I like that you may not. Right. It, it is what it is. Um, I remember everybody talking about their first cigar that they had. Mm-hmm. First cigar I had was when I was 17, which I do not condone smoking as an underage kid. I hear you. That's not what the premium cigar industry is about. Right. I was an idiot. I took a cigar from my uncle. I had it. I, I did a bad thing. <laughs> it is what it is. You do, you do stupid stuff when you're young. Sure. Uh, I had a Partagas Black, which probably wasn't the best first choice. Right. Um, <laughs> but that, that was my first cigar. That's awesome. Uh, and I remember like when I started to like, when I turned 18 and like really started to like get really like gun ho about it. I ordered the CI special humidor with pack of CAO, um, uh, the Creo wrapper CAO five pack. Sick as the dog. That really? Cigar was, that cigar was way too strong for me. Okay. I just wasn't thinking. I didn't have anything to eat. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I, I was sick as crap. And yeah. I'm like, I'm like, man, maybe this isn't, you know, really for me, but I love everything about it. Because I always used to watch my my uncles yep. and family get together, and if they had cigars, like everybody was laughing and joking and just having a good time. And I'm like, "Yeah, that is yeah. what it's all about. This is life. Like, forget stress and negativity and, and and anxiety and all that other stuff. Get rid of it all, and it it yeah. comes from this. Yeah, it's insane for me. At least it does. Yeah, it's insane. It, it, it puts me in another state of where I want to be. Why do you, why and, do you think that is? Cause I, I, I agree with you. I'm with you on that. And I, I, I struggle to find the words. I'm curious if you, if you've given I, that any thought. I think what it is is because it, depending on, and this is probably way wrong. So this is just my opinion, Sure. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> what I think it is, is there's a good bit of time where I'm busy or I'm home and I'm helping my parents. And there's that time where I just need to step away and have a cigar. I can't fully answer that in the aspect of what it is, but I know that every time that I have a cigar, it's almost like it brings me to ground. Mm -hmm. It gives me that moment to think about things, whether I'm reminiscing or, man, this cigar is just fantastic, Mm -hmm. or... I can take my whole day and wrap it up in an hour and a half or mm-hmm. d- depending on the size of the cigar. Yep. I can wrap it up in that cigar and go, what happened today? 
this is what I got out of it. And this is how I can possibly make tomorrow better if it was a bad day. Yep. Um, or if I'm missing my son or just anything in general, it pushes me to that, to that ground level of, you know, this is, this is relaxation. Nobody's, nobody's messing with me. Uh, it's just a night. I'm sitting here having a cigar. Maybe I'm watching sports. Maybe Mm -hmm. I've got a bourbon or a scotch or a wine or, because I love wine. I'm close to wine country. So yeah. and I worked in a year and a half in California, which was horrible for me because I, I, I turned into a wine person out there. It was fantastic. <laughs> and the food's amazing on the West Coast. <laughs> Not, nothing against the East Coast. We got good food. <laughs> we got good food, but it's cheaper out there and bigger portions. That's mm. all I'm saying about it. Nice. Okay. All right. I mean, burritos this big and they're yeah. like five. They're fantastic. <laughs> You can't go wrong there. <laughs> and I mean, and that's the good thing about it. We don't, me and you personally don't know each other from a hole in the wall. Right. Exactly. But we're here because of cigars. Yeah. And because we both have a passion to do something. Maybe yours is a passion with cigars and you want to write. Right. You want a magazine. Yeah. Uh, I would love to be able to write. I'm not that talented. Um, my publisher at the old paper used to always get me to try and write and i said if if you want a column on cigars there you go that's all i could give it <laughs> i said because the regular stuff just doesn't interest me enough like writing doesn't interest me enough to actually put forth that effort right to make it right yeah I hear i've you. never been a good writer in school in high school i was never a good writer. uh i hated essays I did what I had to do. I passed. Yeah. I was not that good. Now, now that I'm 35 years old, I'm looking at myself going, man, you could have done a hell of a lot better than what you did in high school. Sure. I think, I think we can all say that, man. (laughs) Once again, you get to that point where you have that learning lesson. Yes. You're not going to get it overnight, but you get it. Amen. You, you end up getting it one way, shape or form. Yep. Yeah, life life has a way of doing that for you. Well, I just hope it continues to be good. That's all I can say. I hear you. <laughs> I hear you. So how how did how did you and uh, Jeff meet initially? Facebook. Really? We met on Facebook, uh, and we ended up talking some couple times in chat, uh, and just hanging out. And then one day he posted, and I think that was for about a year. Like we started. Uh, he ended up with his other job. He ended up getting uh, the Buffalo region to take care of because he was like a regional manager. And uh, he goes, Where, where's a good place to smoke in Buffalo? Excuse me. And, I, and at that time, Buffalo, uh, Nice Ash was basically the the spot. Okay. Um, they had a Monte Cristo lounge. You had to pay like, if you weren't a member, it was like $10 to smoke in the lounge. We all know every lounge has its own policies. Sure. Yep. I won't go there. I'm not knocking any of it. I hear you. Whatever. I hear you. Uh, but that was the it spot. And and I was like, you know, do you care if I meet you up there? So I drove the hour and 20 minutes to meet Jeff. And like ever since that day, we just clicked, man. Yeah. And, 
and I told him, I was like, you know, I, I have the same passion as you. I'm trying to, the original, the original reason I went down to the was because I was going to start my own brand. Interesting. Um, okay. I, I, I was, I was trying to meet the proper people to get that done. Um, and Jeff was helping me out with that. Uh, and when we got to the factory, I was sort of like telling Jeff, like, you know, maybe you should try this instead of that or just him a different and uh what it came down to is basically like i think almost a month later he called me and he's like look man instead of you making your own brand why don't you just join me hmm. he's like he's like well we'll we'll do this together and that's how it all started um and you know two different palettes it, it, just you got a range of things that you can do and and just hopefully show it to people right. and get it in the hands of the right people to, to get it. Where you and I think session two, we were able to do that. Um, everybody loved the, the signet. I'm not putting anything on the signature series or family blend. Like I said, family blend was fantastic. And when I first had that cigar, yeah, this should be wedged a regular production. Like I don't <laughs> understand why I, I can't, I mean, I would have to like call junior into the Dominican and go, Hey, just like make me a bundle. <laughs> when, I mean, when we got, when we, when we got, when we got in Jose Dominguez's office that day, he looked at me, he goes, what are you smoking? I said, I want the family blend. Mm. And Jeff looked at me. I said, dude, I'll smoke that all day long. Yeah. It was, a, it was a Brazilian Matafina wrapper. Fantastic little perfecto. Um, Every once in a while, we would get like a draw issue because it was it was the smaller robusto perfecto to where it was really tight up that top and it was really tight below. Got it. So you had to clip it down a little bit more to get it to open up. Right. And uh, I think that was about the biggest complaint that I got about it. And that's why I told people, I'm like, clip it down a little bit more. Fantastic, I promise. <laughs> like, keep on going. I, don't don't give up on it. Um. But I mean, that's pretty much, I smoked that. And then when uh, Junior came into the office, we were smoking uh, Recluse because uh, he's part owner of Recluse Cigars. So we were smoking some Recluse stuff that him and, uh, um, oh, man. oh, I'm going to call him Mr. Weeks because I can't remember his first name. Got it. That's all right. I don't know him either. <laughs> You're good. I think it's, I, I think it's Todd. I could be wrong. Okay. Okay. Uh, He'll, he'll, he'll get me for it. We've talked multiple times. Um, <laughs> but uh, him and his partner that do Recluse, uh, they've got a, fa a fantastic lineup. They've got an Amadeus Havana that I absolutely love. Um, and many, many more. Um, but we started smoking some of that stuff. And it was just um, Like I said, it, you know, I think, I think I showed something about myself to Jeff that he was like, wow, this guy really is sort of like me he has that same passion instead of trying to help him get his own brand hmm. let's let's just join together yeah. so yeah that, and i think that's how it all married together but in okay. in the start in the start guaranteed there was no dustin uh it was jeff and jen right and they have and and i guess what another thing i can get back to is the family blend uh which was prior to me but the family blend was blended on Jen and Jeff's palettes. They, they put together the things that they liked in cigars, 
got it together. Nice. And, and Jose Dominguez produced it for him. And, and uh, to me, it was a win cigar. I, I will sit back and say that I absolutely love the family club. Yeah. And I want it to come back dearly, but it's just going to, I need to get this off the ground higher right. than what it already is. Right. To continue to bring the rest of those skews back into it. And as much as I don't want to get into it, we've got to get the FDA to continue to. Uh-huh. I mean, they are. They're pulling back a little yep. bit. I'm not going to sit back and lie. They're there. There's no way that they're not there. Right. But if we can get them to pull back a little bit, then I won't have to worry about that because if it comes into some sort of constitution that we have to pay, it, it'll it'll make it hard for a lot of people, including myself. Absolutely. Yeah. Just got to. Got to gotta hope and pray and and whatever else you like to do to get this to go away. And, I mean, a lot of people are, but we need to continue every time that something comes up or yep. any any time that somebody sees somebody post something about FDA regulations or sign a petition. I know you're sick of signing petitions. Favor, sign it. Sign it, absolutely. I do. Every time I see it, if it yep. wasn't one I already signed, I'm yep. signing it. Yep. Because if they see a double signature, they're going to toss it. Right, right. It's just how it works. Yeah, you still got to make your voice heard, though. So that's that's important. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm with you. I, I I wish I had more time. I still have a nine to five to pay bills and other things in life. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So how how about real quick? We can we can go on that tangent for a little bit as long as my mind can bring us back, and I'll I'll try to remember. Um, so. <laughs> Uh, Bring the, me back so that I can I can get what you need. You're, you're good. You're good. Uh, so the is it the BCA? Is that what it, the Boutique Cigar Association? It's BCAA. BCAA. Okay. And what is that? Boutique Cigar Association, Association of, America, of America. If I remember correctly. Okay. Um, does does that? So you you guys are are a member of that organization. Um, does that have any? Uh, lobbying type interest with what is going on that you're aware of? I mean, it it does. And uh, the actual guy who started it is Dr. Gabby Caffey. Mm -hmm. Uh, He owns Caffey 1901. Don't know if you've ever had any of his stuff, but he's got phenomenal cigars. I haven't Um, yet. uh, I I promise you, man, try a couple. They're (laughs) great. Um, The San Andreas, the Sumatra, Mm -hmm. (laughs) like I can go on tangents, but, um, uh, he does. He's written multiple letters, and the thing is, is his is Doctor Caffey's background is he's a doctor as well. Right. So it's good to have that doctor and professional opinion. And he yeah. sent a lot of letters, and he's talked to um, from from what I've seen, he's talked to a lot of people that to to get where he needs to go. He sent the appropriate letters to you know the Congress people mm-hmm. and and his board that he has helping with the BCAA. You know, we're all just trying to come together and help, yeah. help as much as we can. You know, you've got CRA, you've got BCAA and the people yep. and, and we need to be that three strong to, to make this go away. Absolutely. Um, and I mean, it, it may not go away. There may be some sort of regulation, but it won't be to the stronghold that they were talking about from the start. Right. Um, there may be some regulation to where people don't go out of business. Right. But uh, there may be something there, which yeah. I mean, I'm not going to say I'm for it because we have a natural product, but mm-hmm. 
I'd rather have some and still be working in my passion and something that I love mm-hmm. than totally be right. yep. miserable because I can't do what the hell I love. Yep. Yep. I hear you. I guess is the, is the biggest thing for you, uh, the predicate date getting, getting moved? Uh, <clears throat> well, I know that that's been going back and forth and they've been hitting some other topics as well. Uh, predicate date, would diminish some things um if they bring it to the 2018 date which i think they put it to the trying to remember if i remember correctly when we were at ipcpr just after ipcpr they gave it that set they gave it that if they do go all the way back then it would be, and they're talking about the amounts of money that they are talking about, mm-hmm. it would be very hard to stay around. Um, I would either have to venture the European market to, to, to make that money to bring myself back into the American market. Right. Or um, we would just have to find a way to, I, I don't even want to, I don't even want to think of reblending as a possibility. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, because I mean, that basically means that you're going to try and grab a blend that was from years ago yep. just so that your band's on it. And yep. to, to me, that's not what it's about. Um, <clears throat> I've got a pretty big Canadian following. I'm only an hour and a half from the border. Um, the Canadian guys love our Maduros. Uh, fantastic people up there, man. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Love but, uh, that's off the subject. Uh, but I mean, yeah, if predication date goes back to that early date, there's going to be a lot of people hurting, not just us, but uh, it could be a lot of people. But if I, if I remember correctly, it, it's set to the 2016 date, which would a lot, at least the session two, mm-hmm. um, which if anything, we just make more SKUs and try and make money. Now. Right. Um, but, uh, because there is only three sizes. There is Robusto, Toro, and Gordo. Um, for the love of me, I want a Lancero and a Corona. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm a small ring gauge guy, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Uh, everybody always asks me, you guys make a 60? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They sell. Yeah. People love them. People absolutely love them. In my local shop, uh, I think the sixties were the first boxes that were gone. Wow. Uh, it, it, it ended up being like camping and golf season out here. Mm-hmm. Right. Gone. Yeah, absolutely gone. Uh, which was fantastic. I'm happy sure. about that. Yeah. Uh, we just couldn't meet supply and demand at one point. Um, so I'm trying to make sure that we don't have that happen again. Right. That's why the 150 box order is coming soon. And then we're placing another one. Probably within the next week. Okay. Uh, uh, what day? We're in Monday, right? We are. Today is Monday. Uh, yeah, I would like to say by the end of this week, but if not by the end of next week, so that we can actually have something on a, on a roll and uh, get this going. Yeah. Um, but if I remember correctly, the, the projected date for product to be here is October 15th. Um, I've heard some hints of... It could be here earlier, but, uh, you know, we'll just wait and see. Sure. Yep. I'm, I'm good with October 15th. Um, I did spy that, uh, Consuelo had a Genesis 
like two days after I left Bethlehem. She was in uh, New York City doing events. Okay. But I, I guess some of the, uh, my guess is that some of the factory people sent her a couple session two so that make sure that everything is moving along properly. She is a master blender too. Right. So she had it and it had like a huge ash on it. And I'm like, <laughs> where'd you get that? Like, where's behind? Right. <laughs> um, but you know, uh, she is by far uh, a very sweet lady and a nice lady. Uh, her and Humberto, which uh, is her partner, and I talk to him a lot. But uh, he, they're they're great people, and they've done nothing but do great things for for Jennifer and help and uh, most for most for the most part, always getting back to me. Yeah, I worry or <laughs> hey, how's everything going? Type right. kind of questions. Uh, right. So I mean, that's the best part about it. Um, I did, and that's and that's another thing is like when I went down there, I was hoping to meet with both of them, grab some dinner or something. Just they had too many events in New York City. Got it. Was too too far apart. So yeah, like I said, end of August should be back down there. Um, once I have confirmation that it's on its way, I'm gonna get a hold of uh, Goose and then Franklin at Two Macau, and I'll see if I can do a double event that week. But uh, definitely an event at Goose's at some point. No set date yet because I just want to make sure products here first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, but that's going to be a, a guarantee. Um, another shop I didn't get to make it to, Suburban I didn't get to make it to because he called me and said that he was leaving early. Right. Uh, he's shutting the store down. Yep. Um, plus, I didn't have cigars for him to try. Right. Uh, so it was kind of almost kind of crazy. Um, another one is, if I remember correctly, Jeff told me that there was a store down in Gettysburg. I've got to get down to Gettysburg. Um, um Union. I, Union Cigar Club. Yes. Exactly. Uh, I know I talked to him a couple months ago when Jeff part, when Jeff was uh, stepping aside. Um, but he, yeah, I left a message for him and I don't think I ever got a call back. Okay. Um, so I'm. I'm at that part to where I'm just like, I think I should just call and be like, yeah. hey, and, and see how it goes. But uh, definitely need to expand and, and broaden the horizons of Jenneth and Black Bear Cigar Company in general. So um, how, how, do you, how do you go about doing that? Visit shops and, 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 be, and, and keep those relationships right. And I think that's what's important. What I like to do personally is with the power of the lovely internet that mm-hmm. we have. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've gained a good amount of friends uh, prior just just being part of the cigar community. Um, I mean, even people that go back as far as not even being Facebook. I mean, we're talking forums, regular board forum. Yep. Uh, I was a part of BOTL.org. Okay. Um, and I still keep in contact with a good bit of those people. I normally get a hold of people and be like, "Hey, I'm going to be here. Uh, who has time to smoke?" And I'll basically be just like, "Does anybody know the shop? Of? Can you introduce me? Can mm-hmm. you sort of what this community is about? You know, we're all here to help each other, and yep. and, and we like to do things for friends." And, uh, I don't want to say that's the only way it happens because it's not the only way it happens, but um, 
I always try and call first before I go in because it could be a busy day. It yeah. could be in the middle of the event. Yeah. Um, I personally don't want to be that guy that shows up and then at somebody else's event. Right. Um, right. Unless if I know the rep or if I know somebody, because uh, we've got some awesome reps up here. Uh, my local does events, and uh, uh, gentleman's name is John Fozzi. Uh, he is Christoph Northeast, and uh, I always go to those events. Mm-hmm. I always, and I mean, plus this is my area. These are my cigar smoking people. Yep. I always show up. And, and I, and I, and I pay respect to whomever, you know, that event is for. That's what it's about. Yep. And, and, and uh, but John Fozzie is a great guy. Uh, fantastic dude. Um, I love when he comes out. Always good stories with John. Always a good time. Uh, Roy, Roy is a Perdomo rep. He is a, he's a fantastic guy and I'm a pretty big Perdomo fan. Yeah. Uh, I absolutely love Perdomo. Uh, I could list those off too. <laughs> but, but uh but i mean all nine times out of ten i mean like i said it's just that atmosphere uh <clears throat> my local has like an anniversary sale or an anniversary event mm-hmm. and they bring in different reps uh or whomever uh like herman salman uh fought fought always comes out just like that <laughs> yeah uh, i mean we we have a we have a blast every time he comes out here and i mean we're we're kind of what people would consider out in the middle of nowhere. Right. Uh, we're basically like an hour and a half from anything that is a city. Uh, I live in Olean, which is a city, but it doesn't necessarily have a lot going on. Um, Buffalo's an hour and a half away. Jamestown's 45 minutes away. Erie mm-hmm. is an hour and a half away. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rochester is an hour and a half away. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but I mean, uh, you know, they all come out and it's just like, we have just one good blast time in. And that's, it's, it's not about company. It's about cigar. Mm-hmm. And that's literally what it is. Mm-hmm. It, and that's what I love about it. Yeah. It's not like, oh, I hate him because I'm in direct competition. Right. And, and I think that's one thing that this industry has that no industry does. Yep. And that's that. We don't care if we do better than we do. Well, I'm sure there's a few out there. Sure. Don't get me wrong. Sure. It's the nature of the beast. Yep. Um, but in that aspect that's not what we're worried about right we're, we're worried about talking hanging out having a good time you know making sure everybody's enjoying their day can i get you this can i get you that can i tell you about the deals that we have for x company you know yep. and i mean it's it's just it's such a to me it's such a relief that it's more positive than negative Right. In my in 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 my opinion and in and from what I've seen. Right. Yeah. It's an IPCPR. You've got all those people. Yep. And I mean, you can handshake and, and yell back and forth and 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 rent a scooter to just drive around on <laughs> for no difference. Um I don't have you ever met Alex Hirsch? From Sensor Genius Cigar? Yeah, yeah, Sorry, the name was too familiar. I I have, yes. Big tall guy. Yep. Uh, Hangs out in Lehigh Valley. Yeah, he yeah. he uh, he towers over me. Yes. I'm not a tall guy. <laughs> um, but he rented one of those like scooters. Okay. And like we were racing around them. <laughs> we were just having a good time. It, it was it was it was a fantastic time, and I loved IPCR IPCPR. I wish, I wish, and only hope that I will be there next year. Yeah. Um, we'll see how it goes. The big thing with IPCPR is it is pricey. Uh, right. Right. 
And I mean, it's not like TPE isn't going to be pricey, but it isn't. From what I can tell, it's not as bad. But I mean, we're not. We're just not that big. Right. And sometimes, like, I would rather use funds for IPCPR travel to a different state. Sure. I mean, I, if I've got some good leads or I've got some friends going, hey, I can, I can, uh, I can try and help you get into shops in this state. Yeah. That's where that money could go to. Yeah. And, and, and I and I think that's a little more important being a smaller company, in my opinion. Yep. Um, but I mean, I love the I love the atmosphere and the whole part about IPCPR. It's just a fantastic time. You just you can't. You go, and if you're if you're a retailer, you're you're there in awe because you're seeing all the people. If you're an enthusiast, if you're a true enthusiast. You're there in awe because you're seeing all the people that you want to see come to your shop at least once. Um, and I know in my heart and, and sometimes these bigger companies, they want to be there, but they can't be there right. because of everything that's going on. Do I hope Jennif gets big and, and Black Bear Cigar Company as a whole? Yes. Do I ever hope? so big to where I can't go to somebody's shop. No. Got it. That is not, I, I love that atmosphere. Am I, I, I don't know how big we're going to get. I, I can't project that at this point in time. We're too sure. small. Yeah. In, but it's my goal to, to at least try and go to wherever I can. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I, I, I hope, I hope, 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 that I never get to that point to where right. I'm just like, I'm so fucking busy. Yep. I can't go here. Yep. I can't go here. I can't go here. I feel as though that me being a company owner, I should be able to make that, 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 that decision of going, there will be no, I can't go here, here, and here. Right. Here, here's my travel schedule because I'm going here, here, and here. Right. <laughs> Somebody else needs to take care of this shit over here. Yeah. And that's my goal. And, and that's my hope. And I'm sure that, with bigger companies that are out there at one time that that was their goal. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you just get so big that it's, holy shit. You know, I, I've got this and that to take care of. I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this. Right. And I mean, that's what IPCPR is there for. It brings all those big people in and it, and it, it gives you that moment to do that. And, and if I was a retailer, I would be the guy like trying to talk up my shop to being like, you need to. Mm-hmm. Our atmosphere is this good. You mm-hmm. should be there for an event because right. we bring X amount of people. We, we do a barbecue or we do a pig roast or, or whatever you may do, you know, as a, as a shop owner, whatever you may do, because, and when it comes down to the shop owners, I mean, atmosphere is everything. If I go to a shop that I've never been to and the atmosphere is fantastic, guess what? I'm going to go home and go, damn, I want to go back today. Yeah. And, and that stinks, but yeah, it does happen. Yeah. Um, when I did my traveling job for a while, I mean, that's what I would do. I'd find an eye. I'd find a cigar lounge. If I was done with work, I'm like, I need to go out. Yeah. California, Oklahoma, Idaho didn't really have one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> New Mexico definitely didn't have one. <laughs> 
where, where I was at, New Mexico didn't have one. Okay. Because uh, uh, I know Albuquerque's got a lounge. I'm pretty sure somebody was telling me about that. But I was down in Clovis. I had to drive to Amarillo, which okay. is an hour and a half to go to the lounge. Uh, Arizona, when I, or not. Yeah, when I was, I lived in Arizona for a while. But when I worked in Arizona, I used to go to Anthony's Cigar Emporium in Tucson. Okay. Fantastic. I think he's got like two or three locations. Okay. But I love that. I love that place. Uh, when I lived in Phoenix, my go-to lounge was Fine Ash Cigars, owned by Sam Lopez. Uh, I will definitely give that man a plug because he is fantastic. He was just able to move into one of the bigger plazas mm-hmm. in Avondale, if I remember correct. And it's just grown for him. And I am nothing but ecstatic for that man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He dealt with my bull. He dealt with my bullshit sometimes when I was there. Uh, and, and I'm so glad that he's able to continue to step it up. Right. And, I, and I, that's what he wanted to do. Um, when I was working in Oklahoma, I went to ZT Cigars in Oklahoma City. That place was fantastic. I had a blast. Um, I will never forget the days at ZT uh, between playing spades until like 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning uh, and just meeting the locals there. I mean, and we're talking, this is pre-Genesis. This is just right. hot, hot dust and app. This guy that is a contractor. I work with the Air Force and Navy, and I help him rebuild an inventory database you know this was this was prior to that this is just me me and my passion and just loving the fact that i go to lounges and people are just hilarious and meeting some people and then and i mean and the thing is to become family um uh rest in peace to a gentleman named ralph and he was at ZT Cigars, uh, older gentleman. If somebody was in the chair that he sat in, they would get up and let him sit in the chair that he liked. Yeah. Um, I want to say it was probably a year or two after I was done with my project there. I found out that he was that he had passed, and it was like a sad moment for me because it's like I still remember those times, those conversations. Yeah. This man would 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 go, would look at your cigar and go, "You show him what you're smoking." No, I think you need a better cigar tonight. Go to my locker and pick a cigar. Yeah. He would then wait for you to come back, and if you didn't pick something good enough out of that locker, yeah, he'd go back and get something wow. better. Wow. And yeah. I mean, like we're we're talking about this guy's locker was stellar. Like he had. Padron, he had Liga, he had uh, High End Tatuate, he had uh, Julius Caesar and and, and Oliva V's and yeah, I mean, you the thing is, is you open up this locker and go, what do you mean, pick something good? Like, it's all <laughs> it's all good. There's nothing in here that's not good, right? And I mean, I remember one time because I'm trying to remember what the hell I picked. I don't remember what I picked, but I ended up going back and I had to get a Padron because he wouldn't leave me alone. It's <laughs> um, a good guy. Which, yeah, which by all means, I'm not. Dustin's love for Padron runs. I love the exclusive 064. I love the 26s. My all-time favorite cigar, in my opinion, is the 40th anniversary. I love the 1000 series. I love the Laundress because it's a smaller ring gauge. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I love a lot of cigars and it doesn't just run down to my brand. And I, and I don't think that anyone should be a single brand centric, if that makes any sense. You know, try something new, get out there and see what everybody has to offer. When I was traveling, I would go into the lounge and I would go into the humidor and, and try and find something that I've never had before. Yeah. Sometimes it's not easy because a lot of shops only stick to the main brands because that's what sells in their area. It's the stuff that's out there. Right. Um, but sometimes you run into regional ones that are, you know, fantastic. Um, some companies are just as others. And I mean, you know, that does suit back to Jennif, obviously, but I'm not just saying it in that aspect. What I'm saying is, is broaden your horizons. Mm-hmm. Let your, let your palette shine and, and you will get to the point to where you like more than just one cigar or one company. Yep. Um, to hit the, uh, the podcast, we were talking, you guys were talking about, uh, not really a bad cigar. Mm-hmm. I agree with that in the aspect of our taste as a person, whether you like it or dislike it, will never make it a bad cigar. That cigar will not be on a shelf if it wasn't there for a reason. I I smoke everything I possibly can. Mm-hmm. I'm a believer that if you try a cigar in one size, that you need to revisit it in a couple months in a different size. Yeah. And there's only been one cigar that I cannot, that just doesn't suit me. And I'm not saying it's a bad cigar because I know the cells are fantastic. Right. I've got a good buddy who's a, a sales rep for this company. Okay. I've had it in every damn size. Yeah. And I can't do it. And <laughs> there's other cigars that they use with the same tobacco in it. Yeah. That I enjoy. <laughs> but for whatever reason, I just can't do that one cigar and like i said it's not a bad cigar because people love them i know i know people rave about and 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 it's not an infused cigar it's nothing like that Mm -hmm. It, it it's it's just something there's something about it that's just too much for me right it it's almost like it's not too overpowering maybe it's just too overpowering flavor or what the tobacco brings out sure and and it's just not Maybe I will. And the thing is, six months I'll pick one up, and in hopes that my 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 palate has changed mm-hmm. to where I can enjoy it. Because yep. I think I think the the whole story behind the cigar is fantastic. I think everything about it is great. There's nothing wrong with this cigar other than the fact that for whatever reason my palate just doesn't agree with it. Right. And and like I said, it's not a bad cigar. It's sure. not. It has nothing to do with that. It, it's it has absolutely nothing to do with that. I just I personally cannot. Right. I can't sit down for the the amount of time it's going to take me to smoke it and enjoy it. Right. At at this point in time in my life. Right. But every six months I try and go back to it. Nice. Which I'm I'm I pretty much do, which will probably happen in the next two weeks since I brought it up. Got it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> But, but I am I am due for it. But like I said, they do use that tobacco in other cigars. Yeah, and I think they're phenomenal. Could you say who it is, or you'd rather not? 
Uh, oh, I can say who it is because I mean I don't think it, it, none of the none of the none of, nothing that I said is in negative form. Right, right. Because the cigar is fantastic and it's Kentucky Fire Cured. Okay. Um, I I've known since the BOTL BOTL org days mm-hmm. a gentleman named um, Ben Pearson. He is the Drew Estate rep out in the Chicagoland area. Mm-hmm. Uh, every once in a while, we we get back together. Or every once in a while, we hit hit each other up back and together. Yeah, um, it's busy as hell, obviously, because he's yep. a DE rep. Yep. Um, but he takes the time to to hit me back when he gets a moment. Um, they use some of the fire cured tobacco, and if I'm not, if I remember correctly, some of it's used in the Pappy Van Winkle cigar, and some of it barrel aged Undercrown, which is fantastic. Mm-hmm. But damn it, that one cigar and all that 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 whole wide platform of different sizes that they have of the Kentucky Fire Gear. Can't do it. Just <laughs> it, it baffles me, man. It absolutely <laughs> baffles me. And like I said, it's not a bad cigar, but it's it's almost like it's just too overwhelming at this point. Right. I I I don't know that's the only word I can use to describe it, but it yeah. doesn't make it bad. The cigar yeah. is phenomenal. The sales on the cigar are phenomenal right the the story behind the kentucky fire cure is fantastic right there there is nothing bad about that cigar other than the fact it's either to your liking or it's not to your liking right and if, if it's not to your liking yeah it's only in the aspect that it doesn't make it a bad cigar because you don't like it right yep there's too, too many out there that that will like it and it will continue to sell and continue to stay on the shelf in multiple sizes because people enjoy it. Yep. It's not a bad cigar. And I mean, I think probably from what I've seen in lounges and in my experience, it's the older, it's the older realm age, age cigar smokers that will sit back and tell you that's a shitty cigar or that's a bad cigar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I don't really hear it much in what I would consider the younger generation, which would be from legal age to maybe Ah, oh, I hope nobody's watching this because <laughs> let, let's say like forty-five. Okay, you know what I mean. Yeah, I hear like, you. I, I hear I don't you. See, I don't see our people our age going, man. That's a, that's a shitty cigar. Why are you smoking it? Right. You don't say that. No. Or, well, at least the people I hang around with don't say. That. No. But I mean, that's that's what I really believe, and I, and I think it's more like the sixty-year-old guys that have been smoking Macanudos for half their life yep 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 and i mean and that's fine if that sure. if their flavor if their flavor profile stays mild guess what gen f session 2 ecuadorian connecticut is a fantastic cigar for you dry right because that's exactly where that that is it's, it's geared towards that market okay and it's geared towards like a golfer's market right um you know it's it's an easy smoking light cigar that's not gonna beat your palate up on the golf floor. right uh but i mean it's just I, I don't I I don't think I've ever really seen a younger what I would consider younger generation of cigar smokers saying that that's a shit. Mm-hmm. I think I hear more the tobacco is too young. Mm-hmm. And it was funny because John Huber does that name ring ring about you? It does actually, but I can't place it. Crown heads. Okay. Yeah. He put out a tweet a couple years ago that I retweeted, which I'm not on Twitter much. I do. 
Instagram and um, he put out a tweet, and I'm probably going to say it wrong, but he pretty much said, you saying that the tobacco is young is a redundant statement. Because if the way I look at that is, if you can age cigars, then everything is going to be young until you let it sit. Right. But this is the thing. When we get cigars made, when our master blender takes a, a, a look at that cigar, they don't let that cigar leave the aging room until it's ready. Right. And if anybody knows that that cigar is ready to be smoked, it's a master blender. Period. Right. That's what their job is. That's what they do. Right. And I mean, like, when I hear it, it just irks me, but I just leave it alone. <laughs> because it's just, it's not, it, it, it's not in me to, to go back and forth. About it. Don't, don't, don't get a cigar that just got released and tell me that the tobacco is too young. Mm, mm-hmm. If it was too young, it would not already be on the shelves. Right, the, right, right. The master blender wouldn't allow that shit to happen. Right. And I mean, I, I, I was part of Saints and Sinners for a while. Or, well, for a year, not a while, uh, which is fantastic. I, I love Tatuahi as well. I love his passion for wine. I, I like wine, too. Um, and I'm, I can't remember where the hell I was at, but some guy was like, it was like a new release. And the guy's like, ah, I think it's kind of too young. I'm going to let it sit for like a year or two. And I'm like... <laughs> like, I kind of, I kind of, I kind of don't think that anybody in the realm of the My Father Factory mm-hmm. is letting anything out that is too young. Right, right, right. Period. Right. Uh, talking about another man I'd love to meet, Don Pepin Garcia. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, would love to. Would absolutely love to. Uh, but I think that that comes down to all of us that are in this same passion. We all want to meet those people. We all want that little bit of learning, mm-hmm. just like just like Jose Blanco's uh, uh, blending seminars. Mm-hmm. I mean, even though even though they're hilarious, mm-hmm. they're fantastic. Because the personality of Jose Blanco is unlike any other. Yep, he will make you laugh. He will make you feel maybe just a little cigar stupid. Oh, absolutely! Um, <laughs> if you don't retrohale, he'll let you know. Right. That you're <laughs> There was a guy at Buffalo Cigar. Oh man, uh, could not retro hail. Uh, he was trying <laughs> fucking dude. Pardon my language. I don't know where this is going. That's all right. But, you're uh, good. You're good. But dude, every time, and <laughs> towards the end of it, he finally got it to happen, and and, he, and everybody's like clapping and shit for this guy. <laughs> we were fucking rolling, man. Oh, that's it. Great. Was a good. Time and I can't wait for Jose to get back out here. Yeah, uh, yeah. But once again, his uh, his duty calls everywhere. So. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think he was just out uh, seeing his wife and his son mm-hmm. too, a couple weeks ago, which I love seeing photos. And I'll tell you right now, I'll tell you right now, Jose will to attest to this. When we were in the Dominican. Uh, Uh, his wife was not feeling well mm-hmm. and I was really hoping to pick her brain. You want to talk tobacco with somebody? It's her. Mm. She got many years in the industry and even Jose was like, man, I wish she was here because she would just, uh. and it's like, I'm, 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 I'm at that point to where I'm just like, I need to continue to learn and learn and learn and learn. Yep. 
Yeah. Like I've, I've never been on a tobacco buying trip. I've been trying to talk to some of my friends that have factories that I want to go. Uh, Gabby Caffey said he would help. T.L. Johnson said he would help. And, yeah. And, and, and just all great people. It's just I still work a nine to five. Right. I can't get that a lot of time off like they can. Yeah. So. Yeah. But I'm going to I'm going to make it happen because. Jose and many people will attest to you'll never learn everything about the tobacco industry. Because mm-hmm. even Jose to this day says that every time he goes back to the factory to see his cousin, Hoshi, he always learns something. Mm-hmm. I think Hoshi's cousin. I might be wrong. Relation. There, there's some relation. I think sure. it's his cousin. Yep. But every time he goes back to see Hoshi, he, he learns. Yeah. And, and hands down, I, I'm just, I'm still here to learn. Mm-hmm. I'm still a younger guy in the industry. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not that old, and, and I can't sit back and say that I've got years and years and years. Say that you know I've been smoking cigars for sixteen years, mm-hmm. give or take, and I have the same passion as everybody else. But yep. mine may be a little bit stronger because I want to learn. I want to continue to do what I'm doing. I want. Right. I want to have those relationships with people in shops. Whether I'm in the shop or I'm not in the shop, you're going to have friends that become family, and maybe even closer than some family, depending mm-hmm. on your situation. Yep. Um, and I mean, I, that's what I love about it. I really do. It's just, just one of those things that it's amazing that one thing can bring a group of people together. Absolutely. Yeah, it's the a uh, friend of mine calls it the great equalizer. Yeah. Yeah, that's fantastic. That's a fantastic way of looking at the great equalizer. Yeah, because you never know who you're going to be sitting next to, and you definitely don't know each other. You've never met before. There's a very good chance of that. And like, just a quick aside: when when my wife and I were up at at a suburban, uh, we were sitting there with Gary, and then we were sitting there with a CIO of some company from Texas who was traveling in town. We had a great conversation with the guy who's at a sea level in a big big company who I would never have the opportunity to to talk with that guy other than the fact that we had a cigar together. Yeah. So it's that great equalizer. Yeah. We had we had a truck driver there with us and a bunch of politicians come in. These people will never be in the same room if it wasn't for the cigar. Yeah, exactly. And the and their job spectrum is two different sides. Oh yeah. Yep. A yep. truck driver has nothing to do with politics and, and probably wants nothing to do with politics. Yep. And I mean, I had that in like in Oklahoma City, like I was there with a heart surgeon. Uh, me and this guy hit it off because I am an avid car person. I love Porsches. I love European cars. I drive a Ford now mm-hmm. only in the aspect because I totaled my Audi TT by hitting a black bear the night that I joined Jeff. Wow. Uh <laughs> Yeah, that wasn't fun. No, uh, but and it was at that same time my son was in the uh, uh, in the aspect of just about ready to move three hours away. When I totaled out the car, I'm like, I need to have something that's new, reliable. Right. I need to be able to get him. I need to be able to travel for the company. Yeah. I had to make an adult decision. Yeah. And I love my Ford Fusion. Not gonna lie. Yeah. Um, it's fantastic. I think it's great. Great gas. Um. Damn, where was I going there? Oh, he was a Porsche guy. And he used to come in with his scrubs on and like, he'd be looking at x-rays and shit. But man, we started talking about Porsches and it was all over. 
And the thing is, is I never thought to this day that I would ever have the chance to like sit down and talk to yep. a, a, a doctor, a, a heart surgeon. Exactly. Uh, and I mean, it was funny because he's talking about the Porsches that he has. And one day he brings his 3RS, which is basically a street legal race car. It's got a cage. Yeah. It's a, it's a beautiful car. It sounds amazing. Yeah. Oh, it's sexy. But <laughs> either way, I mean, he's like, he's talking to me, you know, we talk about like what I do and what he does. He's like, I'll sell you the GT3 RS for like 147000 and I'm like, Doc, we've already talked about this. Like, I don't make that kind of money. Man. <laughs> like, would I love to have it? Yeah. Sure. Would I yeah. be able to afford it? Absolutely right. not. Right. Like, I couldn't even afford the maintenance on that thing. I right. Yeah. Yep. The, t- the tires alone. I yeah. Mean, no. Yeah. Uh, but either way, you know, and it's just those common denominators that yep. you would never, ever think. And I mean, what the lawyers in Oklahoma, I love them. I, I got to meet a couple of lawyers in Oklahoma, and it's the best thing when you can watch somebody walk in in a fantastic suit, yep. a cowboy hat, and yep. a point toe cowboy. Boot. Absolutely, <laughs> and <they're> like, <laughs> this guy doing nervous, like, oh, that's a uh, lawyer so and so or judge whomever, and I'm like, shut the <laughs> straight up out of Smokey and the Bandit or Sunball. Absolutely, shit. man. Speaking of Burt Reynolds, uh, rest in peace, man. <laughs> I love that movie. <laughs> Absolutely love that movie. Uh, that that movie, and uh, he was also in a, a chain of movies back in the eighties. I don't know if you may remember, but it was called the Cannonball Run. Mm-mm. Oh man, you gotta watch it. It's hilarious. And, and talking about a star-studded cast: Dom DeLuise, uh, Sinatra. Oh wow! It's called it's called the Cannonball Run. Look okay. it up. It's it's about like a bunch of people that are racing to win money, racing cars across the states. Jeez. Okay fantastic and hilarious and i mean obviously back in the day remember 70s 80s but i mean just the 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 comedy that was back then right allowed to have now right is three funnier yeah it's more classy it's not raunchy and yep just it's so much better and that's just like even to me like watching the roast yeah like the roast of the uh, 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 the famous people, man, they're they're crazy raunchy uh-huh. now for like no yep. reason at all. And back in the day, they were just so classy. Yeah, I hear you. Absolutely classy. I hear you. Oh, the weather outside is frightful, but the fire is so delightful. And since we no place to go, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. It doesn't show signs of stopping, and I brought. Thank you for joining me on this episode of the Don't Touch My Cigars podcast. I hope that you enjoyed this interview. If you did, please go to iTunes and look up the Don't Touch My Cigars podcast. You can search Don't Touch My Cigars and please leave a rating or review as doing so will help other brothers and sisters of the Leaf find the podcast. Also, don't be shy. Share this podcast with your friends and family by sharing it on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, wherever it is that you hang out online. Doing so will be awesome, and I would greatly appreciate anything that you can do to help spread the word about the Don't Touch My Cigars podcast. Also, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, ideas, if you would like to be interviewed on this podcast, if you know who I should interview on this podcast, please go to don'ttouchmycigars.com and 
scroll down a little bit, you'll find a very simple form that you can use to send me a note, and I will appreciate any feedback that you can give me, any ideas that you have. I would greatly appreciate it. Again, that's DontTouchMyCigars.com, and you can use the very simple form on that page. And as a reminder, part two of this interview will be available for members of the Old Soul Patreon community. You can join starting at just $1 by going to patreon.com forward slash the old soul. If you join at $5, you will get access to the bonus content on this interview, which will be part two. In addition to all of the other podcast episodes that I've published, bonus content, you'll get all of that. You get early access to the podcast in addition to so many other awesome benefits. So again, Go to patreon.com forward slash the old soul. Consider signing up at $5 and you get that bonus interview as well as everything else uh, that you'll see there on the Patreon page. So uh, I thank you again for listening and I will definitely be in touch with you again next week. Cheers. <laughs>